welcome to the 504 Girls Podcast. We are your hosts, Megan. <laughs> and I'm Sierra. That's not right. It's supposed to be the other way around, but you can see what kind of podcast episode this is going to be like. So wait, hold on. Let's let's do that again. Okay. <laughs> Bam, fam. Welcome to the 504 Girls Podcast. We are your hosts, Megan. And I'm Sierra. Right. <laughs> so what's going on today sis what's, what, what you got on your mind I be seeing the stupidest shit on Facebook Oh I mean <laughs> always All the time What stupid stuff did you see Okay so this was a conversation that was going on And ironically this comes from a different Podcast that was That's been circulating around But Oops but What's the name of the podcast Girl let, let, let's pull it up Cause we about to probably get them some followers Cause we about to talk them up <laughs> No what was the topic Okay so then what was the topic The topic was um, Why do women Push or pressure Men Into monogamous relationships Or marriages Oh that's the dead ass podcast Okay hey dead ass podcast <laughs> Like that's what mm-hmm. that is? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the the topic was why do you know women pressure or push men into marriages if they are not willing to have sex on a regular basis or so? And I only listened to the first two minutes because I got really aggravated. But um, it was just something that, like, I guess the whole topic frustrated me. Maybe because I have my own little biases and things like that. And, you know, I'm like... A big advocate for um, ending sexual abuse mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times in marriages like there's this idea that you know when you get married your body as the woman belongs Long to your husband mm-hmm. and you have no agency over your body so like the whole conversation really triggered me and so it wasn't like he wasn't saying that he abuses people or whatever but it's just reminding me like of that idea that um, if you're not one way, then um, you're not doing your job as a, a wife or as a woman. Um, and it just it caused a bigger conversation, I think, too, about like, well, what is too much sex? What is too little sex? What about sex drives and all these different things? And I felt like he wasn't taking any of the into any, consideration. Yeah, any of that into consideration, mm-hmm. but it was more so like, if you're not having sex with me on a regular basis, then why do you want to be married? But pussy is not old to you <clears throat> every night. Okay, I feel like this is a conversation that they needed to work out and not necessarily why do women push um, men into monogamous relationships. Monogamous. Monogamous <laughs> relationships. And they're not having sex all the time. I feel like that is something that's individual to them. I feel like... Um, maybe they've reached a point where their sex drives are different from one another and that's something that needed to be worked out but I think it's a generalization for me um, Mm -hmm. that is bothersome Uh, a lot of people said that there was good points on each side I mean it seemed like when they got married they were really really young but then add um, three kids into the mix and 
a woman's body's body changes um that's bound to have some effect on her sex drive and also what she you know wants and doesn't want in the relationship and also i mean people get tired okay <laughs> yeah especially when people you're working full-time jobs they and have you have three, three children kids. like the body is tired the mind is tired i'm not saying that being tired is an excuse yeah you know it's a good excuse because when you're fucking tired you're just tired you know what i'm saying you're just tired like it is what it is and to me he just sounded like he wanted to cheat but he'll feel guilty for it Mm. That's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like he just wanted to cheat. Mm. Okay. Because it seemed more like, and it's, what's interesting is that some of the comments that I read underneath it was annoying to me because there were a lot of men talking about women don't have any empathy for males and the male sex drive. And I'm like, Y'all okay, always first, want empathy when y'all the ones who oppress us, first of all. Right. Second of all, let's not pretend that boys haven't been socialized since they were children to chase cat. But then also, I'm just thinking of, I, I and I don't know how often he, this um, guy in particular wants to have sex, but like, I'm just thinking about someone like continuously entering you like they're not the ones that are being entered so it's different for mm. us like it, especially talk like, more about that they're not the ones being entered Can you elaborate a little more on that sometimes it gets to the point where it hurts okay and i don't know if you're talking about every single day but sometimes you just don't want to be entered <laughs> you don't want to be entered um your your body may not be able to handle it that day and then you're saying that it's my fault that um i pressured you into a relate a monogamous relationship just so that you can have sex with me every single day it's it's not necessarily fair because i don't feel like my body works like that either yeah you know you have you make a good point especially depending on like how exciting sexes you know like the vagina is a muscle and it gets tired mm -hmm. so if like you working it out every single day you're bound to get tired right and can we take sense. a break please right. <laughs> take a break you know i don't know that, that whole just status just bothered me and i guess like um <laughs> i talk about this all the time but like Charlie like kind of like looks at me sideways, but you can kind of say that on a on a on a high high key low high key note. I kind of despise like the male gender <laughs> like, on like so many levels, um, and it's not because it's. I mean, what's the opposite of misogyny? Is it feminology? Is that even a word? That sounds like like a, a science. Well, it's not femi It's not feminism. No, it's definitely not feminism. It, it's it's it's. Mm. I don't think there's a word for it. You see, because they are not the ones who are oppressed. Okay. I get it, sis. I can't say that I despise men. I I do love them. Uh, <laughs> I do love them, but I just don't think that they take a lot of things into consideration because their bodies are different. Um, they're the ones who are taught also um, to have the... I, I don't feel like they would 
be as aggressive as they are if they weren't taught that like biologically i know you have this testosterone and all this other kind of stuff but men are almost taught that they can't control their sexual urges and i just i just don't feel like that's true <laughs> because if we were taught the opposite i'm sure that women would be um more empowered which they are becoming we are we <laughs> what kind of creature do i think i am but um yes <laughs> so yes I, I i have seen that clip i totally get where you're coming from i totally see it so this is this is the way that i see things now and i used to do this when i was um when i had my first boyfriend i take like issues and things that I, I guess like issues or things that you can't control and I used to tell him because you know we were both in high school and he used to go through a lot so I would be like put all that stuff in a box and then push it into the ocean and just let it sail away so after I read this book called the four agreements like I feel like it was very very life-changing but one of the things was don't take anything personally so because I don't take th things personally anymore I don't see myself like as a target that gets hit anymore I see I still see myself as a target of things but I feel like when people throw them they're darts so think of think of okay so I was basically just saying that after I read the, the book, The Four Agreements, it was very life-changing, right? And one of the, one, the, one of the most life-changing things in the book, the most important rule was don't take anything personally. So when you think about things that way, and the way that I like to like think of like problems and things is like things that you can just ship off. I don't, I don't think of people throwing things at me like I'm not a target that gets hit anymore I'm like a target like a moving target so <laughs> now I'm just like when darts try to get thrown at me I'm just like why and what is what is happening so think of me as like I'm moving and these darts are trying to come at me <laughs> But they're missing, but I'm still like, what are these darts being thrown at me? And I, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't know. Like I was also listening to another podcast today and they were talking about energy. Um, and I feel like energy it's, it's almost like the law of motion. Like energy cannot be, can like not dissipate, but it can transfer. So I, I just, I don't know, sis. I, I think that uh, I need to just get away from like low vibrational people because their energy can transfer onto me and I'm a moving target. I'm not trying to catch any of those darts, you know? <laughs> yeah, girl. Like, and I feel like maybe more people should take this on because I, f I feel like um, a lot of people take things personally but if 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 you're if you're a moving target nothing really sticks it's just people throwing things at a moving target and eventually they'll stop <laughs> <laughs>
you know, I like the the way you've like reframed that or like yes, rationalize that concept because it's a it's not a way that I've typically thought about it. Like when um especially the part of don't take things personally. Um I never thought of it as like in that way. So I think it's really cool the way like you your analogy. I liked it a lot. Yes. I like your analogy a lot. Yes, girl, because I feel like some people have been trying it lately. <laughs> and I'm just trying to be like, what? Why are you throwing these darts at me? <laughs> some, you said something um, after that about energy mm-hmm. and staying away from people with low energies. Low vibrations. Low vibrations. Okay. Um. So it's interesting because what I tend to do is I have to protect myself. So, I mean, like, protecting yourself, uh, one way to do that is to stay away. But then, like, I have a job where I purposefully place myself in situations where people's vibrations are low. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so, like, that takes a toll because therapists aren't supposed to take clients home in their minds. But we do because we care about y'all a lot the, the people we serve and talk mm-hmm. to you know we care about our clients so sometimes we worry about y'all mm-hmm. um and that's only like a part of the process but then in turn for me that sometimes adding on my own pressures of my, in my life can just be like way too much so it's like the same as like don't take things personally like for me it's like I need to learn how to like not take things home not take things home yeah Mm -hmm. cause I think I'm trying cause I've read about the four agreements um I first learned about it in 2015 Mm -hmm. um at my internship slash job the lady who I was my supervisor was like we're gonna read this in our groups Mm -hmm. um to help the the patients there Mm -hmm. and so I was like yeah, let's do it. You know, and I had to read it. And um, it was definitely something that when I learned, like, don't take things personally. Because I think at that time in my life, I was always offended by something or somebody. And just learning that, you know, sometimes people's attitudes or their state of mind has nothing to do with me. I I feel like most of the time it doesn't (laughs) at all. Most of the time. And when people try to make it about you now, now, okay. So there's accountability, of course. Like if you, if when you have offended someone, you know, take accountability for that. But I feel like if somebody is trying to purposely hurt you or make you mad, then that is definitely something within them. That energy is trying to be transferred onto you. So, yeah. So that reminds me of like protections. So I've been um, reading a lot about, you know, um, spirituality and how to protect our spirit. And there's different traditions and practices for protecting yourself, you know. But like, one thing that I like to remind myself is that I'm baptized. I know this might sound mm-hmm. really silly, but like being like reminding myself that I'm baptized reminds me that I am protected mm-hmm. and covered by the blood of Christ mm-hmm. and that that protection 
will protect me from anyone. It will. And any the entity blood of Jesus. or thing with low vibrations or evilness. Mm-hmm. So I, I remind myself that I already have some armor. And and I, I feel like, well, also when I also like plead the blood like over things, it's a reminder to myself, but also um, calling it out so that, you know, that situation, that thing has protection too. But most of the time, I'm 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 reminding myself like the blood. Yes, like when you're when you're pleading it over things or situations or people, that is is a covering. Um, it's a protection. So yes. Um, Baptisms help, but if someone isn't baptized or if you are baptized and you feel like you need more nothing's wrong with like spiritual baths and spiritual showers um to help protect your spirit um and there's different kinds you know but um nothing's wrong with that kind of um practice because um some people say it really really does help them feel protected you know my grandmother when she died in 2017 i was feeling well 2017 yes i was feeling very emotionally unsafe so it it can be anything and i will cry you know any anything would just make me cry um and i was like emotionally fragile and i can remember um fee um who's gonna be on our podcast episode soon um our next our next podcast episode um phoenix she talked to me about you know covering my head or um and i started to cover them I, i usually wear like head wraps and turbans anyway but i would never like wear them with the intention of trying to protect myself and my spirit Mm -hmm. and when I did wear it for that purpose I'm telling you I felt safer in my ability to like go throughout my day especially on really really hard days was a saving grace and then what I would do is I would wear my grandmother's jewelry and that would help me to feel safe and so it was like I need to do these very simple things for the purpose of protecting myself because the outside world is just way too much for me to handle emotionally so yeah that was like so yeah there's all kinds of different ways that we can like protect our spirits from evil people or low vibrations (laughs) (laughs) and i and i and i would never say that these people are necessarily evil i just think that um Sometimes when people are hurting, they want to pass on the hurt to someone else or um, if, you know, so I just, I, I, I try to think of that, but like, I'm still like, why are these darts being thrown at me? And what is it? <laughs> what is this dart? <laughs> and you know, nothing's wrong with even asking like the, for the, the person who's throwing those darts being like, what's wrong <laughs> what is the problem what is the problem because we can't continue because <laughs> like i'm this. not understanding i'm not internalizing any of these things i'm just like why 
why so yeah girl darts oh those darts mm, no either see we need to annihilate them darts with like fireballs or some shit <laughs> you know what i just thought of like i thought of like like a sword or like not a sword but like what is it no if i was a superhero i would just be cutting through the the darts with like my arms like i'm millie rocking y'all that's, really rocking that's literally darts. what it is <laughs> slicing those darts millie rocking um but yeah girl um i just came back from georgia i just came back from georgia and like i saw a kid in front of me that was like traveling alone and that reminded me of when i used to travel alone um when i was a kid and you're assigned to a stewardess that watches you if you have like a layover then you're sent to like a little kid room until it's your time for your next flight it's so cute but like one time i feel like they really hated me because i bought this salad during one of my layovers and i'm just do 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 my little stewardess is like are you okay like you have all your stuff and she sat me down in the seat now i'm trying to eat this salad before the plane takes off and i spilt it everywhere Sierra, I spilt it everywhere. And they Back had to in. clean it up before they had Back to in. clean it up before they, they were able to take off. So imagine this little <laughs> kid <laughs> that spilled all their stuff everywhere. And like you just wanna fly. And you can't because everything has to be cleaned up before oh, you take off. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but um like traveling um while all this is going on is just a little strange um of course you have to wear your mask everywhere but everybody has to be distanced but i don't know everything is just weird right now i'm gonna be flying to philadelphia for christmas and no what you're telling me so it's really different it is extremely different everyone has there's a seat between each um each seat um you know you you have to wear your mask um what else do they do that's different i guess it just feels different because you're way more cautious i'm just gonna say that cautious of everything okay so that makes me feel a little better mm-hmm. but I definitely oh and they give you like a sanitized wipe before you go on the plane so I kind of wipe down my seat or whatever you know they should have been doing that before honestly <sighs> I know it's, some planes it, were filthy they yeah they are and I always like saw in the travel aisles of Walmart or like CVS the little travel kits with like the Lysol and stuff in it, but I was like, oh, who never bought this because you I didn't would, need it. You know what? But you would I, think that the planes are getting cleaned mm -hmm. until they wrote an article about how they're not, <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, oh, because oh, okay. when you leave, you literally see like them going in between the seats and checking to see if there's trash. So I think the assumption is that they wipe them down, <laughs> but no, but they're they just they're just throwing away the trash. Mm -hmm. So, 
maybe they need to hire an extra stu a stewardess or something. I don't know, but they probably wouldn't do that because there's not enough seats on a plane. So maybe they should pay their flight attendants more so they can wipe down seats. You know what? Raises, raises all around. You raises. get a raise, you get a yeah. raise, you get a raise. Uh, and like being a, and they can even put it in their classes. Like being a flight attendant is also about wiping down seats, <laughs> so that they can take it seriously. And be like, yo, this is this, this is actually in your job description. Yeah, like this is essential, and the reasons why because planes carry germs, and, and you're essential. You're saving people when you wipe down seats. You know, like <laughs> they need to make it important. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm mm mm. <laughs> a whole word yes. <laughs> a word girl what else did I write down you wrote something oh down. okay no I wrote stuff down like I had a lot of thoughts today that I just I just I like writing stuff down you speak know? Megan I, like I do you speak. I do so flowing from COVID okay so apparently we're in flowing what do you mean by that Flowing from COVID. Flowing into the next topic. Oh, I thought like that was a new term. That I know. Came out I, didn't, about I didn't really know. No, <laughs> oh, is that a new term I didn't hear yet? <laughs> no, I didn't really explain that too well. <laughs> no, this the vaccine is supposed to come out. Um, and they're going to test it on essential work, uh, not essential workers, but first responders first. So that is supposed to happen this month. Um, and it's not required, but they're asking everyone and there's like different phases of when the vaccine will be available to different people. So let's see. I'm not taking it I'm until not either. I consult with my doctor about my health and the risk of this vaccine. Don't just say there's a vaccine available and not tell me what the risks are. So I need to I look could be up. foaming by the mouth. Like it actually yeah. takes longer to come out with a vaccine right. than this. I need to look it up so I can know what I'm risking. You know, like that's serious. And they came up with this in less than a year from when it hit the United States. Yeah, I wonder if it's the one that they gave Trump. In less than a year from when it hit a lot of places. Or that cocktail or whatever that he had, you know. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Why, are you <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because he's a liar. Okay, which part is a lie? I know he's a liar. I know he's a liar. But which part of that is a lie? Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump, okay. Let me get this thought out. Because I don't want to be funny. I hear you, sis. Oh, this is not supposed to be funny. Sorry. He is a funny person. He's actually... I laugh at him all the time. But he's, what? He's ridiculously <laughs> funny. Well, you know, he's ridiculously idiotic. And we laugh at it because idiotic is funny. <laughs> or it's humorous. I feel like humorous would have been a better word in that place. But um, Donald Trump, I feel like... He, I lost my thought, but fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Why'd you say the best? <laughs> Why'd you did say the best? <laughs> Sorry in advance for my language to all my lovely elders who listen <laughs> and who are adverse to cussing. 
<laughs> so I I mean I just I, I, I need them to kind of test it more because right now there's different vaccines um I just need them to, to test it out more and not use you know people as guinea pigs oh that's exactly what we are but now I remember my point what's the point because you said that is I wonder if it's the cocktail or treatment I think whatever you said that Donald Trump got right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump just got antibiotics and he they treated him for every symptom and they watched by his side probably 24 hours 24 7 a day all of that so that his symptoms wouldn't get worse mm. so so he didn't he I don't believe he got anything special. I believe he got the treatment that everybody else got. And because he's a president of the United States, he received better care. Oh, definitely. And he's rich. Exactly. (laughs) So I feel like he received better doctor's care. But as far as the medications and their procedures for treating this illness, they give him nothing magical or special. I feel like he got what everybody else got. And that's my conspiracy theory. That doesn't sound too um, conspiracy. Cons- that doesn't sound too. Th- you know what? That <laughs> Neither one of us that can talk today. <laughs> that doesn't sound like too much of a conspiracy theory. I was about to make up a word and it wasn't working, and the Lord might have been like, "No." <laughs> that was the Lord snatching your tongue. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I just. Right now, I don't really trust it. I don't really feel like when they start administering it that they'll really show the bad side effects of it either. They won't cover it. I don't feel like they will. Um, And they'll just keep going on to the phases. I feel like they will. Because what I've been... like, I know that our news is curated. And I know that like there are certain things that they don't tell us. But I feel like a lot of the reporters of this generation and have integrity. even older generations, um, the ones before us, not only do they have in- integrity, but they are like, they are determined to find the truth. Mm-hmm. And they want to get the truth to the public, you know? So I have faith in our journalism. I really do. I know that's how it sounds really cheesy, <laughs> but I have faith in journalism. Journalism will make sure we're okay. That's and my optimism. So all you journalists out there, I'm writing for you. <laughs> I'm rooting for you too, because like I said, I don't want to phone by the mouth or walk backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Or be on the floor throwing up. I just, I don't want any of that. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. We can miss us with BS. I want you to write your thoughts on any of our social media pages. The 504 Girls Podcast on Facebook. At the 504 Girls Podcast on Instagram. And yeah, we want to hear from you. Thank you for listening. You You dig? dig!